Welcome back to Gems with Genesis Amaris Kemp. Today with me in the hot seat is Rakesh Mathura, also known as the Guyanese comedian, aka his own version of Steve Harvey. A little bit about Rakesh. He's in the motivational space. He loves dropping knowledge. And he is really big into the law of attraction, which is what we are going to discuss today. But before we do, I want Rakesh to tell you a little bit more about who he is, because you know what? A bio is just a flipping bio. And People can't tell you everything in that little amount of space. So welcome, Rakesh. Hey, what's up, Genesis? Thanks for having me. So guys, welcome. This, I am Rakesh Mathura, a.k.a. Master Mathura. You guys can catch me pretty much all over social media on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, even on Clubhouse, Master Mathura. I'm a law of attraction coach. And I love teaching people about the law of attraction and coaching them on how they can manifest the best things into their lives. Because I know what it's like trying to manifest something and not have that manifestation come into play. And that's what dove me deeper into my teachings to help everyone get what they want into their lives. So back over to you, Genesis. Woo! So <laughs> what made you get into the law of attraction? Like walk us through your back end story and bring us home to where we are now. So with the law of attraction, oh man, because this is actually something new to me that I just started learning in like two years. Basically, I was engaged and that engagement fell off. And I noticed that my life was just going completely down the drain. And I was like, what is going on? And I said to myself, I'm like, I'm sick and tired of living this average lifestyle. And I always know that there's, I'm capable of doing something better. I just don't know how to go about achieving it. I don't know exactly what it is, but I know that there's something much better for me out there. And, you know, it's so funny how the law of attraction works. Before you know it, like I saw a video from Fearless Soul and that video really hit me. And basically, the video was stating that it's funny how people end up reliving the same cycle of events, like going around the circle, where they get out of a bad situation, but they end up going back to a new situation that's exactly the same or worse. And I realized that's exactly what was happening to me in my life. And I was like, that really caught my attention. But then the video also starts uh, slowly suggesting, here's how you can improve your life. And here's how you can make it better. By focusing on first belief, believing, believing that the best is possible. Then focusing on feeling, feeling good. And also doing vision boards, acting as if you already have it. And then taking the action towards what you want. So that's what really got me starting to Law of Attraction. And the more that I started diving in, there were more hints that started coming to my way. I remember one time I was visiting my cousin and he told me, whenever you're going out and trying to get something, always say these two affirmations, I am and I have. I told my cousin, like, what the heck are you talking about? Seriously? So if I tell myself I am a millionaire, a million dollars is going to pop up. He was like, well, that's the process. 
So I was like, okay, I'm going to start saying it then. I am a millionaire. I, I am married to the love of my life. I have married my soulmate. <laughs> and then, uh, well, obviously, I just didn't feel it inside. So more started coming. I started doing a lot more research on YouTube. And I ended up finding someone online who was really good with the law of attraction. His name is Master Sri Akarshna. So I watched a whole lot of his videos. Six months later, I was at one of his events and he was talking about manifesting miracles. And in that event, I actually learned so much. And it was then at that event that there was an opportunity to actually become a mentee of his. And I thought to myself, you know what? I spent over 30 grand just in the college education that got me a regular paying job that's average. Why not go for something like this? Getting a mentor who actually has some of the results that I want. So I dove in and I started learning more and more and more about law of attraction and really putting my foot forward towards, you know, making videos on YouTube, trying to make a big impact out there. And that's basically how my journey got started with the whole law of attraction. So it's incredible that you say that because out of having a relationship not work out how you anticipated to, it pivot you into going into a different direction where you said, hey, I'm going to learn something new. And that something new was the law of attraction. And you learn manifestation, you learn how to call in um, miracles, you learn how to retrain your mindset, speak positive words to really get what you want into your wheelhouse. And it is a process that you know, you began to go on. So some, some, whenever you first start saying your uh, relationship didn't work out, I was like, oh man. But then as you kept on talking about it, I was like, everything happens for a reason. We, we may not believe it right then and there, but I kid you not, like when you look back, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad that didn't work out. Like, if I were to look at myself and I'm like, okay, I'm so glad I didn't marry the last jerk because I would be divorced by now. And, you know, God had someone lined up for me, which is my husband that I married now. And he was not my guy on paper. He was not all the things I wrote down, but he was exactly what I need, need in my life and not exactly what I wanted. So I was like, oh, did I manifest that? Because I didn't manifest the man on paper. And I was like, oh, I want this, this, and this. And and it's like, bam. And I'm like, hold up, hold up, DJ Screw. Did you did you not see my list on paper? So I say that to say it's just incredible how you're able to really pivot during circumstances that don't necessarily work out in your favor. And by you tapping into a conference where you were following this guy on YouTube, then you went to his conference, then you got selected to be in a mentor mentee relationship how awesome is that like what were some of the things you learned from him basically it started off really small because at that time I, that's what i needed at first to get some building up how to improve you know the quality of like youtube videos to actually go out there and start sending messages and at first it was all comedy messages and whatnot so we started focusing on that. And that took about five months just to get some of that stuff done. Later on, some of the skills that he, were, he started teaching me was, you know, if you really want to be the best, you have to become the attraction. And the moment he said that, because I also went through another bad heartbreak at that time. And I was, I was definitely feeling, yep, two heartbreaks, right? <laughs> and now you're probably wondering, like, yeah, how, how did I get through that? 
So, but uh, I had him there. So I was like, you know what? Might as well tell him my problems and see what kind of advice he's going to give me. So the advice that he gave me was you got to become the attraction. And the moment he said that, I realized I took a look back at my life and I was like, absolutely right. Everyone that has come into my life, I pretty much have chased. Or at least I did most of the action taking on my behalf. So it was never me waiting and then letting them come to me. So what, the moment he said that was the moment that, okay, time to become the attraction. But I also asked him, how exactly does one become the attraction? You got to learn a whole lot of new skills. You have to gain confidence. The energy that you put out is the same energy that you get back in. So it comes with basically a lot of practice, a lot of repetition. There are different techniques. I know he's really big into yoga. I'm not that kind of a yoga person, but I've done it before. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yoga is really good for opening up the energy portals and um, all the energy centers that a lot of people know as chakras. So I've done a few of those before, and the meditation that we've done afterwards is very powerful. So I do a lot of meditation as well. Also do like a morning prayer to God as well. And I've seen him pop up my meditations as well. So I believe that something big is already coming in as well. So I've practiced those skills. Next thing you know, I'm having opportunities come to me. I was asked, hey, attend speaker training. Okay, awesome speaker training. We'll love that. Next thing you know, hey, I asked, is, are you doing any LOA coaching? Because I know that my mentor also does that. Yeah, we have spots still open. Are you, would you be interested? I'm like, definitely. Sign me up. Got signed into that. And then obviously Clubhouse, right? <laughs> Clubhouse. So I joined May 31st. I'll never forget that day. And my mentor and a couple of his buddies have been telling me since February, jump on Clubhouse, go to Clubhouse. I'm like, what do I need Clubhouse for? So I kept pushing it off. But finally, someone has said, go to Clubhouse. Trust me, you're going to love it. And I'm like, Okay, but it's not even available on Android yet. You know what I mean? Everyone's got iPhones. Yeah, so I got an Android. He was like, they just released it on Android. I'm like, no more excuses. All right, so let me just download the app. Download the app, waited a couple of days, started hopping on in some of the rooms. And then next thing you know, I just raised my hand to speak. And the one thing that I started doing more was practicing those speaking skills that I learned from the speaker training. And next thing you know, it's like, wow, like three months time, it's like completely like transformed my life, so to say. So I would say he, there was definitely a lot of skills there. There's been some confidence buildup, some energy buildup as well. That's being rechanneled into good, positive energy to actually become the attraction. And not only that, but teaching others law of attraction and how they can manifest what they want in their lives. That is amazing. So in your day job, do you practice the law of attraction on any of your clients or any of the people that you come into contact with? And what does that look like? Like, if you were to teach me, Genesis, hey, I want to teach you about law of attraction, what would you teach me? So with, with the law of attraction, here's one thing that I would do with my clients. First, we got to know exactly what are your goals? What do you want to manifest? Because we have to have a clear picture of that. Once we have the picture, we then have to then discover, hey, what are some of those disempowering thoughts that are in your brains, that are in your subconscious? 
because a lot of times there's blockages there. There can also be blockages within the chakra system, but we always start with the subconscious mind because that's where a lot of the problems exist. And what we do a cleanse basically. So we cleanse all that out. Then afterwards we replace it with new empowering thoughts. That's actually going to get the mind going. And afterwards we do a meditation to visualize all the things that we want. So that way they can see it. They can feel it while actually creating a vision board. And after that, we just take the goals. We work from the, we re basically reverse engineer it. So we work from the top all the way down. So we work from the back. So that's basically what we do. And in my day job, basically what I'm also doing is I'm preaching what I'm teaching as well. So because I work with 120 different energies, I'm also a middle school teacher as well, right? So I have to work with 120 different energies. And, you know, there's always 11 million pieces of information that are going through people's brains. Being a teacher, there's like 100 million pieces of information going through my brain. So it's like I have to constantly practice cleansing, calming, being clear-headed. So that way I can manifest exactly what I want so I can help others manifest what they want. Because if I'm not at the top of my game, I can't help someone else be on top of their game. I have to be on top of my game as well first. So that's what we basically do. True. Okay. So I want to dial back a little bit because it's so funny that you said that. Well, it's not really funny, but that you're a middle school teacher. But when you said you deal with all this energy, because I was like, oh my gosh, middle school, some of those kids are very rambunctious and just, whoo, sweet Jesus. Um, <laughs> So what subject do you teach? Ah, so if you were to look at my last name, Master Math Thura, it'll give you the biggest clue. Ah, okay. Okay. So you love math then. <laughs> That's right. That's right. I had to go with math because it's in my last name. I was born to do it. Although I'm the only one in the family that loves math, I guess. I mean, I was always great at it as a kid, so I decided to stick with it. So... Looking at your life where you are right now, and we're talking about manifestation and the law of attraction, do you foresee yourself being a educator a year from now? A year from now? Yes. Basically, here's my motto. From school teacher to life teacher. So I'm always educating. Always. Mm -hmm. Now, whether that still be in the school system, well, that's up to God and the universe. I mean, they they got their plans for me. So do I plan on sticking it out for now? Yes, I do plan on sticking it out for now. The main goal is to help as many people as I can and to actually grow that into a great coaching organization that, hey, I want to help millions of people around the world get their dreams up. So in order for that to happen, definitely going to need a team together as well. So right now, just starting off small, Starting off with however many people I can until, you know, the word gets out as well. So what I would love to see happen in the education system is really to teach the younger youth today about the law of attraction, because the reason why I say that is because when I look back to being in school, like they would always ask, hey, what do you want to be when you grow up? But they never take time to ask, 
who do you want to be when you grow up? And I think the who is more important than the what, because sometimes whenever I see these young kids, like they're so lost or, you know, they're being pulled in various different directions. You know, their parents are working, you know, two jobs to make end meets. They really don't have that support system to lean on and they get hooked up with the wrong crowd of people. And those people begin to be their influence. And just saying that from working with some of them in the education system when I was doing junior achievement in conjunction with what used to be my old life in oil and gas. Um, And I'm like, wow, like this is just heart-wrenching. And I was like, why aren't these schools really preparing these kids for the real world? And, you know, teachers, y'all go through so much already, um, Rakesh, like, and you have so many students in a classroom paired on top of the pandemic now, paired on top of, you know, them bringing their problems from the outside world into the classroom. So like the weight of the shoulders is on the kids as well as on the teachers. So I feel like with your background and learning the law of attraction, you can very well be that person to really push the needle forward in those students' lives that you come in contact with on a daily basis, as well as the other teachers, because everyone has something going on. But if we don't begin to see things in a positive light and manner and create those positive energies and vibrations, then we're doing the younger students a disservice because we're not really giving them, you know, the necessary tools that they need when they grow up. And I can't tell you how many times a student had told me when I was doing junior achievement, this, this information is not going to help me in the real world, or I better, you know, I bet I'm better off selling drugs, or I'm better off being a stripper. If Cardi B did it, I could do it. And I'm like, wait, hold up, hold up, pump your brakes. There's more people out here that are breaking bread, but they're not in the media and the limelight. So what would you say to that? And let me know if that resonates with you. You know, it's actually funny that you said that because back in May, When all the state testing was done, that was the perfect opportunity for me to do a law of attraction project, which I did. So I did one with the students. And, you know, it's funny, the responses that I got from the kids about, I would say about 50% of them did believe in it. And about 40, between 40 to about 48% said, this is great, but I just don't believe in it fully. And then there was 2% saying, this is definitely not happening. So I was like, okay, well, I mean, either way, whatever you believe, you're right anyway. So if you believe it doesn't work, then it doesn't work. But you're still manifesting 24-7. I mean, how how did they manifest breakfast in the morning? How do they manifest putting on their clothes in the morning, right? So all of that is all manifested. And especially getting to school. So I've really taken the steps on doing that. And that's definitely one of my end of year projects after all state testing. So I'm probably the only teacher doing that. I know in my school, I'm not sure about the district, but I know on my end, yes, I'm definitely doing that to help broaden up kids' minds as well. And I do love what you said too. It's not what you want to become, it's who do you want to become? So I love that. Oh man, I got to start using that one. Yeah, thank you. And um, so just, I just want to pick your brain a, a little bit more, Rakesh, because you, you are a wealth of knowledge. So we have the law of attraction going here. We have your motivation vibes. We have you doing so many incredible things in the clubhouse streets, YouTube, 
Twitter, Instagram, and all of those things, where do you feel that you see the most impact when you speak about the law of attraction? And if you could create a masterclass, what would the top three things be that you teach on? So right now, the biggest impact that I've seen grown so much is just through Clubhouse. Because when I hop on stage, I'm able to speak, although sometimes it may be like a two or three minute share, it's at least powerful. And when I'm talking about like people changing their lifestyle, that's when I can fit in the motivation as well. You know, TikTok is another big platform to where I've seen it at least get consistent views as well. So TikTok is another great place for you know, those motivation and those knowledgeable videos to also take place. I also do the side of comedy too, because with law of attraction, you know, you have to feel it, right? So you, your vibrations have to be at a certain alignment. So what I do is I do some of those comedy sketches. to if people are going through such a bad time, then the comedy videos will snap their mind right out of it. And they'll start laughing, which puts them in a better vibrational mode. And that's why I always have the tag, Raise your vibes here with Master Mathura. So now creating a masterclass, I have not done this yet, but it's definitely something that's going to be in the works in the near future, if not sooner rather than later. What I would end up teaching in a masterclass would be how people can actually start believing the law of attraction through thought, feelings, and then to actually get what they want, the action piece. So I'd be covering those three things in a masterclass. That is amazing. So I want to see a masterclass before the end of the year, if feasible, because I think that would be so awesome because you could definitely partner with like a manifestation coach meets law of attraction coach meets empowerment coach or something. There's so many, you know, arenas that you could go in and because this is an important subject because I feel like now looking at all the things that are going on, people need to really understand the law of attraction and how they could curate the space that they want to be in, how to break down those barriers, rise above limitations, and really enjoy the life that they want to live and not the life that other people project on them. So now you came down to the speed round of my questions. Um, this is a wild card. So it's called 10 Questions with Jen, the host with the mostest. So are you ready? Let's go. Favorite food? Pizza. Pizza. What type of pizza? <laughs> Cheese pizza. Favorite vacation spot? Oh, man. I would have to say Toronto. Uh, are you biased? Are you from Canada? I was born in the States, so. Okay, okay, yeah, cool. Good luck with that one. Okay, okay, I'll give you, I'll give that. Toronto, I love, big ups to Toronto. Um, number three, favorite place for you to take a nap in? Ah, oh, man, that's a good one. If it's not my bed, it's going to be on the sofa, in all honesty. I don't know why, I love, I love sleeping on the sofa. <laughs> Okay. Four. Can you cook? I've cooked some a few dishes before, yes. <laughs> you had, you're like, I've cooked a few dishes before. <laughs> it's like you hesitated. <laughs> I mean, I've cooked like four four different things. So yes, I can cook. If that's what cooking is, then yes, I can cook. <laughs> but you didn't specify your definition, so yes. Okay, I'll give you that. 
So if you could have any superpower, what would it be and why? Any superpower, the superpower I would like to have would be to go back in time simply because there's, there's a lot of things that, you know, when you, whatever knowledge that you possess in the future, you can go back to your younger self, teach them all these things, and it'll really make a big impact. Like, think about it, like with, uh, if you think about Bitcoin, right? If we had known about Bitcoin and how big it was going to blow up back in 2012 or 2014, whenever it first came out, we would have been buying by the bulks and we would have been billionaires on this day. So definitely go back, going back in time. Okay. Going back in time. Six favorite car or dream car. Dream car, <laughs> man. I would say the Lexus GS 350, the F sport. Ooh. Okay. Lexus GS 350 S S sport, right? F sport. Yep. Okay, what color? Oh man, not, not, this counts as question number seven. Nice <laughs> <laughs> question number seven. If if there's a green color available, then green, like a forest green. Okay, is that your favorite color? Uh, yep, absolutely. I'm a green guy. Green <laughs> smell like money. <laughs> okay, do you have siblings? I do. How many? I've got two sisters. Oh, you're the only boy. Were you spoiled? Ah, uh, yeah, you can say that. <laughs> <laughs> to a certain point. Are you a pet lover? Ah, oh, definitely, definitely. I love dogs. Oh, my God. Every time I see a picture of a dog, it's like, man, like my heart would just melt <laughs> automatically right there on the spot. Okay. Or if I see a dog in person, yeah, same thing. <laughs> and then bonus question. Are you currently manifesting your dream wifey? I am. It is in the works. Every day that I'm getting better, it's just drawing her closer and closer to me. So yes, it is definitely in the works. Amazing. Thank you for playing 10 questions with Jen, the host with the most is. And for the wild card bonus, you can, you can ask me a question. All right. Any question? I got to think of a really good one. <laughs> I didn't know I get to ask you a question. Otherwise, I would have thought of something really good. Wow. So Genesis, let's see. Hmm, a really good question. Why do you do what you do? Ooh, I do what I do because I got so tired of building someone else's dream, empire, and legacy after spending 15 years in corporate America. So I said, if I could build someone else's brand, their legacy, and et cetera, why not do it for myself without having any limitations, without being censored, and without having the pressures and put out my own energy, my own vibes, and my own way of really pouring back into my community the way I want to, where my mission is to educate, inspire, and motivate others by sharing their stories because we all have something wonderful to share. And sometimes people are never given the opportunity to share their story. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. I love, I love everything that you just said, the educate, the inspire part. And you know, it's real funny how we get drawn into corporate America. We get drawn into a lot of these paying jobs. But when you really think about it, a lot of people are not even happy with that life in the first place. Why? They're not really living out their full passion. So a lot of people have to focus on what it is that they really want. And then once they know what they want, 
execute it. Go head on. Beautifully said, because that was me for not necessarily 15 years, but coming up to the last few years in corporate America, the last seven and a half years, from 2013 to about 2020 going into 2021, I was working for a Fortune 500 company where I felt like it was literally sucking the life out of me. And I would just pull up at work. I would roll my eyes. I was like mentally check out, checked out. It was like affecting my home life because sometimes I would bring those problems home. And my husband's like, in this house, this is our house of peace, our sanctuary. You need to check those issues at the door and I didn't really understand it because I'm the type of person whenever I love something I love it hard whether it's my family my friends or my job and I'm gonna do things to the best of my ability because my work is a reflection of me and I'm like man I'm I'm trying to do these things my boss is fighting me against this like she wants to take shortcuts I don't want to take shortcuts especially in the field I was in I was in trade regulations and compliance control for a major oil and gas company and I'm like, these are my, th- these are the documents with my name on it. If something happens, like, oh my gosh, I don't want to go to jail for nobody. And I don't want to look pretty in an orange jumpsuit. So <laughs> it just really rocked me. And that's whenever I really had to wake up and smell the coffee. And I was like, I'm done. Like I'm done. And I felt like the universe closed that job on purpose because I wanted to leave, but I got so comfortable with the paycheck that I was getting the benefits that the company had and the flexibility that I wasn't stretching myself beyond my comfort zone. And that was a me issue. But then when I realized who I was fully and what my purpose is and what my passion was, there was nobody in hell to tell me otherwise. (laughs) Uh, That's awesome. That's awesome. So how did it feel when you first started out, especially quitting corporate America? Because I know for a lot of people, it's a very scary place. Um, so what the way it kind of happened was after my dad had passed, like I found out that there was going to be 1900 of us that were being laid off and um, they told me, hey, you don't have an engineering degree. And I'm like, but I have a supply chain degree and I work for a global supply chain. So how is my degree not relevant? And then I was like, you know what? In that moment, like I just felt something in my spirit said, don't be angry. You could either be bitter or you could be better. So I chose to be better. And I was like, okay, so if I leave on my own terms, I don't get a severance package. But if I wait till the very end, then I get a severance package. I get my pension. I get my vacation time and et cetera. So I waited till the very end. And I found out one week after my dad passed, I get a call from my boss that told me I was being laid off. And I was like, oh, okay, cool. Okay, I'll talk to you later, Karen. And then her boss calls me and I look at my call. I was like, what? Someone from Singapore. And I was like, hello. And he's like, hey, I'm just calling to check on you. Karen said you took the news very well. And I'm like, yep, I'm fine calling. Okay, I will um, talk to you later. Because I'm like, one, my dad just passed a week ago. You guys are being very insensitive. And you know what? At the end of the day, this job does not make me who I am. It was a means to provide for my family, but this is not going to be my first job. And it's definitely not my last job. And if anything, I could always just take what I learned and flip it and start my own business, which is what I do to coach clients. I have my book out. I have so many other things that are going for me. And those are things that I'm working on manifesting because it was like, I could either sit in that corner and wallow, but what is wallowing in a corner going to get me? 
nothing. Diddly squat, zero. <laughs> so to answer your question, that's how I kind of dealt with it. But as we wind down, because I want to be respectful of your time, I want you to close us out with some gems that you want the listeners as well as the viewers to gain from our topic of the law of attraction. Absolutely. So to close us out with every, all the amazing viewers out there, one, thank you so much for tuning in. Definitely, you want to make sure that you hit that plus sign, subscribe to Genesis's YouTube channel. Also, make sure to check me out as well on YouTube, as well as TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Clubhouse. The one main thing is you all are capable of achieving anything that you set this to your mind. It can happen. If you don't believe it's going to happen, well, you're also right because that's another belief system. But I want to let you know this. If you're not living your best life possible right now, why not take a chance on something brand new that can help you live your full passion because you are definitely capable of that and you are capable of living your best life possible. Law of attraction is one great law that can help you in that arena. So you are worthy, you are significant, you are valued, you are loved, and I believe in you 110% that you can achieve anything that you set your mind to. So let's go manifest your biggest dreams and desires. Let's go. And there you have it, listeners and viewers. You just heard Rakesh Mathura here on Gems with Genesis Amaris Kemp. And until we chat next time, peace love and lots of blessings and rest assured all of his confirm all of his contact information will be in the links in the show notes so check it out bye